A blind African-American pianist rises from poverty to fame. A playwright befriends a widow and her family, leading to the creation of a beloved literary figure. Two men travel to wine country for a bachelor weekend. A wealthy eccentric makes movies and builds planes. And a scrappy fighter convinces a weathered trainer to take her to the top. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 2004. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... Have your Not yet, Jay. And the Oscar goes to... The Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... No, the Oscar goes to... Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Go ahead. Well, the problem is I forgot my glasses, but... Okay, okay, okay. I'm so happy to give you this again, Clint. Million Dollar Baby! Hello, hi. 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 Hey, we're back. Guys, sorry about that. We were away for a while. We were gone for two I know long. all 12 of you got super hooked on the podcast, and then uh, we just disappeared. But you know what? It's the new year, baby. Mm-hmm. We 2018. Back, 2018. We're back and better than ever. We are recording in a podcast studio. Get ready. We are not sitting around Megan's kitchen table. Already 2018 is looking up for yeah, us. Yeah, it's crazy. We have a new logo that you hopefully will have seen by now. I look um, great in it. Yeah. So we want to thank Ryan Barr My for the bosom, logo. Like, did he put a little... He gave me a little cleave. Yeah. Cleave McGeeve. Which, like, he clearly didn't look at any photos of you No, to certainly draw. not. Like, it was certainly, just, I literally, my yeah. eyes popped out of my head. I was yeah. like, where did this come Bazooka. from? Yeah, and I was not hating it. No, yeah. Um, and then we want to thank Jack Allison for the yeah for the podcast studio mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. Um, we feel very important. Very important. Um, listen. The mics are nice. These are yeah. nicer than the other mics that we had. Uh just real quick, um, I want to introduce our guest and get into it, but um, this is a movie podcast, and usually we're looking back, but I, real quick, um, I watched Bright on Netflix. <laughs> if you're going to talk about Bright, I'm going to talk about Paddington, too. I well, just I just want to say, it's the most aggressively terrible movie <laughs> I have seen this century. Isn't Joel Edgerton in it? He is, yeah, and Will Smith. And Doesn't um, he play an orc? Yeah. Can I just ask one thing? Are orcs... Is that a thing that exists outside the world of Lord of the Rings? I don't think I so. I don't know. But, so, like, the movie has an interesting concept. Like, they never obviously say this because they don't have, like, you know, Tolkien's okay, I'm sure. But, like, it could be, like, 2,000 years after Lord of the Rings. Okay. Like, what are elves and humans and orcs and blah, blah, blah doing? See, now, that sounds like a movie that I am actually Right? Very Seems like something in. you'd be into. Yeah. And then you start hearing the dialogue. Um, this... Script is so bad. By the way, it only sold for three and a half million dollars. What? That I went to IMDb. Wait, just the screenplay sold Uh for three and a half million dollars? I went to IMDb about half an hour in to look at Max Landis's IMDb page, being like, well, luckily this is going to put an end to his career. Mm -hmm. Um, He has nine projects in development. He's got a lot going on. um, That's a downer. his father? John Landis. John Landis, Directed Animal House. Yeah. Um, Among other well, things. Well, guys, instead of saying Pat- instead of saying bright, see Paddington two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be a, that'll be another discussion. That's, yeah, like we'll I could talk get, about I could that. talk about Paddington two all day long. Actually, yeah, I could talk about Paddington. This is not a marmalade podcast, so we're not going to jump into oh that my right God. now. But. The way Brandon Gleason in this movie says marmalade, he says marmalade. It's 
I just, it's so delightful. I was like tickled pink. Speaking of marmalade, we have a wonderful guest today. I don't this know. What That's a segue. A really, that what a was segue. a shit segue. Um, we have Rachel Lewis with us. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Rachel Lewis is Rachel's in Rachel's one of our biggest fans. One of our only fans. One of our only fans. So that's <laughs> nice of her to fan, be one of the biggest. Great friend. Yeah. And I have a lot to say. Oh, boy, <laughs> I've been saying that since I arrived. Um, Rachel is a terrific actress, terrific writer, so we're so happy to have her with us today. Thank you, guys. I'm so, I'm so excited to be here, and I love the podcast so far. Huge fan, and I love the concept, everything. We should say she did come in with with several suggestions for us. Though. Yes, loving a lot it, of things that we it. should change. We're gonna adapt. We're gonna we're gonna use some of them, mm-hmm. um, and then we're and just gonna you know like not use some yeah. of them. Oh, Sounds like some of them we'll use, and it's like some of them we won't. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it we will. Totally fair. Yeah. We'll probably just mute your track. Um, <laughs> well, let's just jump into it. So we are talking about 2004. So um, how we'd like to begin all these podcasts, and we have to, the year 2004. Yes. The Oscar ceremony. So Oscar ceremony 2005. 2005. Um, I think we should clarify that because that because always confuses me. When I first looked up 2005 and saw that Lord of the Rings 2 was part of it, I panicked because oh, I've yeah. not seen any of the Lord of the Rings <laughs> movies, and I know this is like, oh. Film people, people are gonna be like, "Who's this girl?" But I'm so not you really into wouldn't it. get bright. Not you really into are it. not interested. And then when in I anything more related, I was a little happier, but I was still very upset that it was not 1997. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Well, well, you have you have strong feelings about a little movie I like to call No Titanic, not Titanic. Is it about Titanic? Yes, you talk. It should about be about it Titanic. And then I also I have strong feelings about Goodwill Hunting. Oh. It was like everything to me, but I also love Titanic, but. For Come on. different reasons. But anyway. For different reasons. Still happy to be but here. What are reason? Ships. Wouldn't have minded. <laughs> She's into ships. Really into ships. <laughs> ships and icebergs. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, she could take Hated the script, him. but I still loved the romance and the soundtrack. Yeah, so hello. Sure. I guess. Ugh. Anyways, still You're happy to be on. here. A pleasure. Well, sorry that... It's not a 1997 movie podcast. <laughs> every, every week we're talking about Titanic. I could do that, though. No, you could. I know. And no one would listen. <laughs> but maybe it means more no people. one's Actually, listening more, now, more so what does it matter? Listening now, so. Um, so the way uh, I like to start each podcast is kind of trying to forget what we all just rewatched. And just looking back um, 13, 14 years to 2004... Um, I'm going to list the movies and just say, kind of looking back, what you thought going into this rewatch, uh, what you probably would have picked as best picture. Um, so the movies are Ray, Sideways, Finding Neverland, The Aviator, and the winner was Million Dollar Baby. So just looking back before you rewatched any of these movies, Rachel, was there one that you were like, yeah, uh, oh, I know, before I even start doing any of this stuff, what the best movie of 2004 was, it is this movie. And then we'll get into other movies afterwards, but just sure. out of these five. Well, I didn't really remember a lot of them, and I assumed, I was like, well, Million Dollar Baby, I mean, she won, I remember her dress, it didn't have a back, it was mm. great. You um, got to thank her husband, I think. That yeah. was like a big story. And then they got divorced. Oh, they oh, did? Yeah. Because and of that? No. Probably. Um. <laughs> but I Sorry, assumed I was Kat. like, that must have been the best. I'm assuming it's the best. But then I also, I love Solving. Megan would know. <laughs> We've been there a few times. And it's because of Sideways, guys. Not because of it, but that's what sort of brought Solving to the forefront. Uh-huh. And I don't know if I would have 
ever known about it. Um, had my bachelorette there. My husband and I have a weekend getaways. <laughs> we are a wine. I believe people at your bachelorette. I got kicked out of a bar there for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, um, we are now Fest Parker uh, members. Oh God, she yeah. loves tossing that around. Fest Parker. Want to sponsor this and send us no? Wine? Don't I don't, know. don't give Fest peace. Parker any free fucking. Plugs. Anyways, so I th- I I thought that also that ha- would have a special. I was like, ooh, let's see it in in 2004 because mm-hmm. I've only been to it in the past five years. Or I would agree with that. I think w- looking back, I remember <laughs> it's telling now because I love wine so much. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't think I really. I was just thinking I was not of legal age in 2004, um, but I remember really liking Sideways, and I was like, oh, I think Sideways is probably going to be my favorite of that. Megan, you turned 21 in 2004. Did I? You were probably drinking before then. Okay. No, I, know, I wait, wasn't. I was parents, very. Your parents listen to this podcast. My right? parents is, My parents listen to podcast, but my parents also. Hi, Megan was a huge college loser who didn't drink <laughs> before she was 21. No, I follow the rules. Yeah. I'm a rule follower. She's been making up for it ever since. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Craig, did you have an answer? Um, I also think looking back that I thought it was going to be sideways. Um, was the one that I'd be like, oh, I know what did win, but I think Sideways was probably the best picture of the nominated movies that year. So, so do you want to talk about Sideways let's first? Let's jump in and let's talk about Sideways. I'm okay. going to start our clock. Oh, God. You and the fucking timekeeper. <laughs> well, um, so Sideways. Anyone want? Well, I thought it was good. Okay, can Please? I just say one thing? To, can well, I just put I one thing to... I was going to say a bunch of yeah, things. Yeah, I know. I'm going to say a bunch of things, but I'm going to go ahead and... Cut that off. I just want to want your reactions to both of you, your reactions to this. So I Craig lent me this movie because Craig owns every fucking movie known to man. And the on the back it says the pull quote, like whatever about it, like yeah. what this is about, is it says in quotes, drowning in women, wine, dot dot dot, and laughter. Exclamation point. Okay. And I was like, Thank you, Rex what? Reed, for that pull quote. Is that like, what it is? I have no idea, but doesn't it sound like that? Be what you'd hear in the back of a taxi? Like, yeah, yeah. I was like very confused by that because I don't. Other than I don't. Other than the wine, I guess you could say they were drowning in wine. Certainly, Giamatti was. Hey yo. But uh, I that it's not. I know they've marketed it as a comedy, but it's like no, not super funny. Yeah, it's like fine. And I found Paul Giamatti's character so unlikable. Oh, yeah. And I know Thomas Hayden Church was, like, more of a dick, but I was, like, very likable. I know, because he's more attractive. So, and he's more funny. And, like, also... Oh, that's me. I'm going to say this a lot, and maybe it's going to be a drag, but, like, in this whole hashtag, you know, Time's Up movement, mm-hmm. it's also like, uh, this middle-aged, really unattractive guy is going through it, and now he just drinks a bunch of wine and is an asshole and then still gets to be with Virginia... Madsen, is that her name? Yeah, and she and doesn't I, get a career after this? Really? Not I, really. I, just, I was like, ugh, not interested. <laughs> but I love wine, and I love the countryside. And Thomas Aiden Church, I have to say, was delightful. <laughs> Even though he's, like, fucking, fucking around on Fig from Orange is the New Black, I was delighted by him. Um, I totally agree. I rewatched it, and I was like, this is good. It's not bad. It's... I watched it again another 13 years, but, like, I'm not going to, like, put in my DVD every two or three years. Um, there won't be DVDs in two years, so I don't know. Of course, I'm not going to do that. Um, 
but yeah, I just thought it was fine. And I watched this, and then I saw, I also saw Downsizing, and I was like, oh yeah, do I not like Alexander? I Payne? literally, my <laughs> yeah. first note of but after Drowning in Woman Wine. Yeah. Yeah, he did do election. I wrote, Alexander Payne is bad now. Dash, wait, <laughs> was he always bad? Yeah. yeah. No, I know, because I was like, Alexander Payne, like, that's like, you know, filmmaker. Yeah. And then I was like, like, wait, what? I don't know. There's a wipe in this movie. There is a fucking wipe. You mean there's like a, one like, an like edit? a scene, yeah, like an edit to go to go to one scene from the other. There's a wipe, yeah. and I was like, "What is happening?" Did he edit this in iMovie? I don't know. I guess it's okay if he did. <laughs> but I mean, it's very sort of drag. Frugal of him. Yeah, it's yeah. too long for sure. Um, the big thing I watched, I was thinking while watching, I was like, I mean, am I, is this how I'm gonna feel about like, like if I watch like. Like, Lady Bird was my favorite movie of 2017. Mine, too. I and can I talk like, about it later. But I, but I wondered, I was like, I mean, obviously, like, the age and stuff, like, I'm going to, that's going to appeal to me more. But I was like, maybe in 13 years, I'll think that this movie's slight, even though I love it now. But maybe I'll love it in 13 years. Yeah, but. But I did wonder, like, kind of a, like, com, like comedy with dramatic elements. I was like, maybe they just don't hold up the same But it's more. neither Lady too Bird. dramatic nor too funny. Also. Right. Lady Bird is not taking place in present time. It's from right. 2002, and it's sort of a certain feeling. And I feel like people of different ages can still relate to it. Yeah. This is a, that time. Right. So it looked kind of dated. Yeah. And also the themes are kind of dated, and I'm just like, I don't care. So he's just like a freaking asshole. Like, legitimately, like, watching it, I was like, I just want to learn more about wine. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I'm also currently also not drinking. drinking wine. Yeah, I have not been... I want to be drinking wine. I want to really be going badly. to Solvang. I want yeah. to go to Solvang. I want that car. One of, oh, one of I my do no, want that one of my car. notes is just Solvang is dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so sure. I also I also like Solvang. Los Olivos, that whole area. Mm-hmm. I was like countryside. Oh my so god, yes, your bachelorette was was a real it, fun time. It was time. pretty great, you mm-hmm. guys. But no, I just wanted the wine, the car. I like settle for Thomas. I wanted to go to No, I was gonna tell you, I'll take the girl. Virginia Madsen is Sexy yeah. in this about movie. Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O. Oh, also very sexy. When she says, "I need, I'm a bad girl. I need to be spanked." Like I, this is the truth about this movie. I want to follow those two characters. Sure. I'm much more interested in Virginia Madsen going to school. Sandra yeah. O. Oh with her daughter. Like this is I'm something more. I'm also sort of interested in um, the um, chubby waitress and her cuck husband. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, God. that was you a can't fun. say cuck. That I actually wrote down. I was like, is this the first mainstream cucking? Also, like, he was he was doing her in the butt, you know. That was pretty Church. Church. Church makes yeah. it I, I was like, wow. Yeah, that movie uh, was all fun and games up until we saw some peen, and then I was like, and then Ooh. I thought because I'd also just seen downsizing is, <laughs> does Alexander Payne love showing penis? And that's fine if he does. But there's penis and downsizing. Is there's there? penis. Yeah, Who's when they're penis? doing the, they're going through the. Oh right. Thing. I came in and out. That movie's yeah. not good. Yeah, it was not good. Great concept. Great. I would like more movies about Give wine. Me the first if Hollywood's listening, no, I was not. talking about downsizing. Oh, <laughs> great concept. <laughs> I know we're Give me more we're movies about wine. wine. I don't care if they're small yeah. people or regular sized people. Ju- just whatever size people you wine. want, just make them have wine and talk about wine. And that speech that Virginia Madison gives is really good. Right. And I was mm-hmm. that's the one thing I, I was like, okay, this is and real that part where he's less, drinking. Yeah. The fancy wine in, in the fast food. Yeah. I actually also love right before that when he's at the wedding and Jessica Hecht, it's just like a close-up on his face and Jessica Hecht tells him that she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, like, I think that's really incredible yeah. acting where yeah. he's just like kind of smiling through the pain and like, um, I think that's the best. I mean, I think Paul Giamatti is an amazing actor and I sure. think this is actually not one of I his better know. performances. You know what the problem with... Like this is like the 
one of the performances he's, he's known for. Totally, yeah, for um, sure. But I think he's amazing in that scene and in the and in the scene right after where he's. The problem with Paul Giamatti is I saw Rock of Ages. Is that the name of it? Yes. Okay, you did. Okay, I did see Rock of Ages. And he's in that movie. And if you have not seen that movie. I think movie, I saw it. Is Tom Cruise in that movie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and Julian so Huff. Paul Giamatti, I mean, I'm not, it's, we're, this is not a Rock of Ages podcast, but there is a part oh, where he not. sings, here I go again on my he own. He does? Oh, I think yeah. That movie and out. it is it a, a roof stoof. It's tough. <laughs> it's a tough watch. And so it's now every stoof. time I see him, I just <laughs> imagine him being like, here I go again on my own. It sounded like that. Wait, but I just picture him from Billions. Yes, I watched oh, that show. Oh, my God. Don't worry about you it, You and Maddie and Kelly love Billions. I know. I think I really good in the second season. All right. I had given up six episodes into the first, so All right. I never found out. All right, next movie. All right, we're <clears throat> moving on. So, hey, guys, sideways. <clears throat> um, well, why don't we move on then to Ray? Sure. All right. You want to talk a little bit about Ray? Sure. Here's what I think. Incredible story about this gentleman's life. This, like, Ray, this, fast, Ray, this Ray Charles gentleman. Ray Charles, yeah. fascinating life. And Charles Robinson. Done well. Here's my thoughts on Jamie Foxx in general. I think he's a good impersonator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for this, great. Yeah. Good work. Everything else I see him in, not so great. Not a good actor. Great impersonator, of course he's going to win. It's his best role. He'll never really... Oh my God, I saw Baby Driver and I hated him in that. <laughs> Um, anyways, so better impersonator than actor, fascinating life. What an epic life. What a great biopic. I don't need to see it again. Also the little, the little boy. Oh, he was so cute. I mean, those scenes, the flashback scenes. Those were the better scenes for me. They were fantastic. And I also loved seeing all these different actors, you know, like Kerry Washington. Yeah. And And Regina King in her arms. Regina King, there's one shot of Regina King and her arms look crazy good. Also, like, amazing music. Duh. But, like, when you really watch it again, you're like, oh my gosh, this guy did all this amazing music, fascinating life. It's a fine movie. I think cradle to grave biopics are tough. And the one of my mm-hmm. biggest takeaways from watching this movie again, I actually thought it was better than I remembered it because I remember not seeing this movie. I think even that year, and when I finally, I when I tried to watch it, I think I turned it off like halfway through, because while I do think Jamie Foxx is an incredible impersonator, particularly like the early scenes, um, I just think he's it's it's hard to watch. It's like too much for me. Um, the other thing that I think is tough with this movie on a rewatch. Um, and I'll be interested to, I haven't watched it either, but, um, is watching the, um, watching walk the line again is like, uh, after having seen, uh, Dewey Cox. Yeah. Um, the scene where, <laughs> okay. Where I Ray like Charles you're... walks in on them and they're doing heroin. And they're doing heroin. And they're like, you don't want any of this spray. It totally reminds <laughs> All me. All I could think of is Tim Meadows. The with Tim marijuana. Meadows thing. Yeah. He goes, no, there's no side effects whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, there's a couple scenes that, and even when his brother dies, that like, all I could think about was um, walk hard. The entire time. Like, I couldn't take it seriously because I was just thinking about, like, Tim Meadows being like, no, Ray Charles, you don't want any of this heroin. <laughs> um, that, I mean, the scene when it, from childhood when his brother, brother dies, dies is, is heart-wrenching. Tough, yeah. And I thought the woman who played the mother great. as a mm-hmm. childhood, again, great stuff, fascinating life, fascinating music. 
that's about oh, it. Oh, real quick, uh, also, since we're talking about um, other actors in the movie, um, this is a little segment I like to call, hey, no. that guy was on the wire. No. Here. Oh, no. no. I, I already no, I have said enjoy, no to this segment. I like this segment. I, you, I know this, you don't. Yet another I, thing I'm that needs to get podcast. overruled by fan Rachel. Of the, fan of the podcast. Thank you, I'm going to say I like that. Segment. Yeah, so Wendell Pierce plays the uh, tour manager in yes. that early band he's in, Bunk. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I saw that's Bunk. Our, that's our Wire um, appearance for can I just say, 2004. Can I just say my favorite part of this movie? Okay, so I've watched this movie. This is the first time I saw this movie. You've never seen nope, it? Nope, I'd never seen it before. Two days ago I watched it, and I've learned a couple things. Number one is that this movie is Two and a half hours yeah. long. It's too long. It is way too fucking long. All these movies are two too and a half. Is 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 this like? Look, do, I know his life is interesting. Is it the two and a half hours? Did long they use to make longer I don't think movies? So. Like all these movies are so long. Is that like a thing now? That they're like no more. Yeah, I hope. I th- actually like. Yeah, we've talked about this last last time. Every movie that we did was yeah, over was two really hours. Long. Yeah, it was this a one. Lot. It was very time consuming, and you're welcome for watching them all and participating. Well, this one this year it seems because like. Yeah, it does feel like if they were made now, like, like almost all the movies would be like maybe fifth, uh, maybe not Finding Neverland. It's only like an hour forty-five, but the other ones would all be like fifteen minutes shorter. Yeah, the Aviator sure. would not be shorter because it's no, Scorsese, it's so it wouldn't matter. But like Sideways would be like an hour forty-five instead of two hours, yeah. and like this would be like two ten, two fifteen instead of two and a half hours, and. There's a part in the beginning of this movie where he wants to get on the bus and the guy's like not going to let on the, I think it's this part, somebody says to him, he goes, and he has his glasses off, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure at the point, and he goes, what are you, blind? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, his eyes are sealed shut, dude. I, what, what gave it away? That's how I feel about this movie. What are you, blind? (laughs) <laughs> um, the other thing also I, Willow was in it so then when Willow showed up I got excited and then there was not so much Willow you know Willow uh, what's Willow's name the little you know from the movie Willow hello oh, oh. I haven't seen that movie in a very long oh, time oh well it's let's go back to that year. it's the guy from uh, he's also on Carnival yeah and also Harry Potter I I think you're thinking of someone else am I yeah Okay. Well, we'll the guy from Carnival's in this. You're thinking of um, what's his name? Who was on Life's Too Short? Sure, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Sure. Racist. Because that's a different guy. Yeah, it's two different guys. One of them's British. Okay. So he's got a British accent. Okay. We can edit this out, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, If we're not gonna, we didn't edit out my Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman like screw ups in Titanic. We're not. We're not gonna edit out your. My little person mix up. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's hard about rewatching this movie just because uh, I don't like him is did you see a couple years ago that there was uh, this great documentary about uh, this female casting director oh yeah and Taylor Hackford was like the only person in the movie that basically was like yeah I mean directors do everything casting directors like (laughs) like everybody else was like praising her and casting directors in general for finding good people and he was basically like no that's a I'm weird sorry. bit to keep yeah. in the movie. Yeah. It was a nice little dichotomy. But, I mean, he's married to Helen Mirren, so I guess he's doing Wait, who's something married right. married to Helen Mirren? Taylor Hackford. Oh. Anyways. Um, I will say this. I just, it, it, to, to, to segue us, the truth about Ray, the truth about Ray, yeah. is that I don't like biopics. Like, yeah. these are the things that I'm realizing. I don't like biopics. I don't mind them, but I didn't 
I can't the think of a single is, one like, like, I still that I like. Knowing about Ray Charles, I just didn't like the movie. Uh, you know what? I could just go on Wikipedia for that shit. Sure. I think it's. I think Save myself can... two hours and thirty and twenty nine minutes. I think they can be interesting if it's almost just more like historical drama where it's like a slice of life moment. Yes. Um, but also, yeah, I think the cradle stand about yeah. performing or not performing. And I would have themes, rather watched right. that. That was way more interesting. To that me. was, the, and yeah. that was like one scene, and like how he was like kicked out of Georgia. Basically. Yeah, it's crazy. How does right. one get kicked out of Georgia? Well, he. For standing. Well, I guess I saw it. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I guess I saw it. Fair enough. Know. Fair enough. And the, enough. the the irony. Of the song he wrote. Yeah. yeah. But he's not Georgia from Georgia, right? He's from North Florida. I was confused about that. Because um, they say, like, oh, welcome home. But then he's like, oh, yeah, my people are from Florida. And then they opened with Florida. He, uh, I'm poking some holes Florida, in Ray, guys. Georgia. I'm poking some holes in Anyways, Ray. Let's just go to the next movie. Let's well, can we? On. So speaking of biopics. Oh. Let's bring out. Oh, you want to go straight to. to the I other? mean, both, of, both the other non-winners could can, could oh, that's be true. considered biopics, but you want to go to kind of closer to a cradle to grave. Yeah, which is the aviator, which right. I also re- saw recently for the first time. Like only, a, and I'm a big Scorsese fan, mm-hmm. and I just was like, cool. I, and I love. Listen, I love that era of Hollywood too. I loved Kate Blanchett. I thought she's great. I just and I and you know how I feel about DiCaprio. You know mm-hmm. how I feel about my Leo. Yes, we you all guys know. know. Yeah, listeners know. Here's the thing: I don't like it. I don't no. like biopics. I'm not interested. This movie was too long. I yes. only watched the first half. After I did watch it originally, but I was like, also it was on the end of my list, and I was like, guys, no. <laughs> um, but I do. Kicked I off love the podcast. Leo. Leave. I love Leo. I think he's a great actor. I will always think that. I think he's a great character actor. Mm-hmm. I think he should have won for The Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. I also think his eyes are blindingly gorgeous. Oh, my God. And I, I loved... I have a lot of things to say about this. Oh my I God. felt like the... I loved that the movie was shot with, like, a blue hue, if you mm-hmm. guys notice that, just to match Leo's eyes. <laughs> and, and I also enjoyed... These are all the... I didn't really enjoy the movie, but I'm telling you things I liked about the movie. But you, yeah, Leo, you have a lot to say about it. I loved seeing other actors that we know, like Adam Scott and Gwen Stefani. Adam Scott was... I didn't remember that at all. I was, I like, was like, oh, that's cool. Wait, who does Adam um, Scott play? Does he play... He's anything? like his, like, manager, like... Right. I don't really know who anyone press, press agent. But, I mean, Gwen Stefani was Jean Harlow. She did a great job. That guy from Silicon Valley and Big Love, uh, Matt Ross. Oh, Dumb. yeah? Jude Law. Everybody, this is what I wrote. Everybody's in it. <laughs> Everybody's in this movie. Kate <laughs> Blanchett was amazing. People can't Catherine see Hepburn. it, but they originally now her talking golfing, with her hands. I want her golfing outfit. Oh. I would like to own her golfing outfit. <laughs> I would also like to appear in a world that's has a blue hue. <laughs> Like when he crashed, and I, I mean, I thought it was beautifully shot. I thought everything was just to accentuate everybody's looks. I love Kate Planchette, but I have to say, her voice was annoying after a while. Well, Kate, Catherine Hepburn's voice is annoying. No, it seemed. What is that? That's mean? that's not a, that's that. Sorry, that was for um, that was Stupid to move on from Ray. I didn't oh, reset it. Well, we did that. So I I have a lot of, and then I stopped watching, and I know there's other beautiful people in it too, like um. Kate Beckinsale. Yes, who oh, all yeah. men love. Every every man loves her. Yeah, everybody loves her. But what is that about, Kate, Craig? Do you Kate want to Beckinsale weigh in there? Kate Beckinsale can be very, actually can be good. I don't think this is a great performance. But I want you to weigh in on her sexually. Oh, she's very pretty. All men love Kate Beckinsale. God, that's all they say. You can't find a man who doesn't. It's She's an ideal woman. Yeah. Because she's like beautiful. She's She seems to be classy. She always, she like her hair is so shiny. 
Mm-hmm. How does she get it that shiny? I don't know. And and so basically, I'm only commenting on like physical things from the movie. <laughs> Eyes, hues, stunning. Because you don't give a shit about Howard Hughes. No, I mean I do. I get it. It's an interesting story in person and life. I mean, it's he did pee crazy. in all those jars, which is interesting. Yeah, all of it's crazy. His entire life is crazy. Mm. I'm glad I know about it, but. It was long, and it was after I watched all those other movies, mm. and I had to like download a free subscription to Cinemax through Amazon, and I only had five days to okay, watch Rachel, it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Rachel, yeah. This is the reason you downloaded <laughs> okay. Cinemax. Okay. That's where I got it. Okay. And it was a digital like like test or whatever, oh my and God. I was like the five days after. I, I watched like half an hour, and then I watched another half an hour, and I was like, I got to cancel this subscription or else I'm going to have to pay $9.99. <laughs> You're basically it's, Ray Charles at this point. It's not yeah. worth it, guys. <laughs> Um, you brought up something earlier about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, his eyes. Not not the eyes thing, but I think he's at his best when he, you talked about Wolf of Wall Street, when he's having fun. I think that's when yes. he's a, the best actor I that he can be, which like yes. we kind of talked last episode, we talked about Catch Me If You Can, which I think is one of his other great performances. I love that movie. And like this, <laughs> like, this movie, he movie? just like, <laughs> it's just like, he doesn't seem like he's having fun. Why did I do? No, I love him. I like when he's a character actor. I think he's, a, I think he is a character actor who happens to be very, very handsome. good looking. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. in Wolf of Wall Street, I felt like he got to do both. In this, I think he he gets to do both. I think, I think he's a very good actor. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. Who, who is saying he is not a good actor? Well, I want like, names oh, and addresses. What? I'll get, I I will fight. I think somebody. he's a very good actor. I don't think he's. A, I think he's a very good actor that can give great performances. I don't think he's a great actor. Okay. Okay. I think you're saying the same thing twice, but in different mm. ways. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? No, I just mean like, I just mean like when I go to see a Leonardo DiCaprio movie, I'm not expecting a great performance. Oh, okay. that's but it, I think, I, I'm but I'm I think some of his performances are great. Pretty solid. I'm a, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm never expecting. I'm not going to give bad. a bad performance. Yeah, I don't think he's ever bad. Yeah. I think he's better, but you're right. I think he's better when he, I don't know, when he's, when he, when he's having fun. And also when he can be like, um, like I think what Rachel touched on is like, he's maybe uncomfortable with his like boyish good looks and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and like, he he'll get better. Models. I think he's okay with it. Well, okay. He's, but I think he's okay with act, it. I, I do think as an actor, cause you also like, he's got like that Marlon Brando thing. Like you see tabloid pictures of him, like in between projects where he's packed on like, yeah, extra yeah. I would still like, hit it. I just want to put that on the sure. table. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody has any connections. He also but. seems nice. He's eco-friendly. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. bi- he cares a lot about the environment. No plastic bags, I bet, in that entire no mansion. No plastic. Any of those mansions. He loves to ride bikes. Sure. He loves to ride bikes? Yeah, he rides bikes everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's a problem for I'm me. just also saying things I see on the internet. I actually don't. I, I don't get very him. irritated at bikes on the sidewalk. Buy a car. Get out of here. Well, he like lives in Europe half the time. All probably. right, all right, fine. So walk. So walk. That's exactly correct. Bikes are a hazard. Because you, you know what you can't do when you're riding your bike is carry a baguette and drink a glass of wine. <laughs> Why else are you in Why Europe? Else are you? <laughs> we should. That's we all should you want to do. This podcast to Europe, guys. Straight talk. We have to talk, stop talking about wine because <laughs> it's like on the brain now. That's yeah. All I can think of. Yeah, the aviator. Um, the thing I wrote down about <laughs> this is the only thing I wrote down about the movie. Um, which I actually liked better than what I originally saw it, but I wrote down, might be historically accurate, but every club singer gives the most obnoxious performance imaginable. There's like all the, particularly oh. in the opening of the movie, they the keep cotton. they keep being in the like the cotton club, yes. different clubs, and it's like, like a guy like, not like lip syncing and like yes. just like has this giant He's smile so on his over face, the top. and it's like yeah. so. And you're, I was just like, 
the fuck? My yeah. thought about I hate that guy. Yeah, my thought about that was, whoa, this is way over the top. Why am I not in this scene? <laughs> like, this is where. Oh I my god, belong. that you like. I know you didn't love it. You're not. That's not the biggest. You're not the biggest fan of it. But you would be awesome in that movie. Thank you. Also, you know that your time was like. Yes. 40s, 50s. Of course. 40s, 50s silhouettes on you are priceless. Yes. I wish I were a performer in the Cotton Club. Me too. And and I wouldn't mind seeing Leo and Adam Scott and Jude Law and all of his friends. And <laughs> Wait, was Jude Law in this too? Yes. Yeah, he plays Everybody um, was Oh, by the way, movie. that's another person that gets better the more unattractive looking they get. Yes. For I sure. think the best thing that ever happened to Jude Law is was him re-embracing the... being a character actor. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think he's a—he's actually, I think, a great actor that for a long time was stymied and like, you're going to be the romantic lead. Yeah. But Rachel, you wouldn't be a character actor, so you'd be like the leading lady. Or I could just be an extra in that scene. Sure. I'd still be happy. Sure. Just sure. like it snapping like, her fingers. Yeah. I would have <laughs> Wiggling her little time. butt. Yeah. You got it. I know this is a podcast, but if only the people could see me, because they would see what I'm doing right now. She did. A little she, shimmy of the She's shoulder. doing a real shimmy shake. It is. Yeah. I know I'm supposed to be Craig reviewing Craig looks supremely films. uncomfortable. If you picture um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel <gasps> and then mix it with like... Like dowdy her up a bit. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> make her um, a little less. I love the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> but yeah, no, I know it's like a film critic show, and I know you have a lot of film people, but I'm like bringing it to a different, just kind of a different taste or a li- different style when I'm on. You know, yeah, Maybe irregular. I don't know. No, I mean, oh Jesus Christ! Can we move on to the next to the next movie? Let's pull out the tissues and move on. <gasps> To finding Neverland. I did cry. I did cry. I oh, did cry. Yeah, of course you cried. I did God. cry. Who can watch this movie and not cry? I don't know. I have to say, when I first looked at the list, I was like, Finding Neverland. That was nominated? And then I was like, I don't want to give anything away because you're going to ask me at some point. Mm-hmm. But of the five, I guess I'm telling you, bury the lead. This was my favorite of the five. <laughs> I bury the lead. <laughs> oh, my God. Initially, I shocked. Sort of remembered. Cute, but Oscar worthy? P.S. Not sure. Johnny Depp. Hot. Okay. Is yeah. it? Can, oh. I'll pose another question to the two of you. Yes. Isn't it weird to watch Johnny Depp in a movie and be attracted to him again? Because yes. I was like, what is happening to me? I, do you think I, I do, I'm not into Johnny Depp at all. And he was at sex in this movie. And also... It, like, it I was reminded, very into it. Oh, I was very into him. It was, like, uh, when... It, it's it so understated. back to his, like, Benny and June. Oh! I was like, oh, Johnny Depp. Okay, but here's here's a... Here's this a podcast little... have a, has a different tenor when we have a female guest. Yes, than when it we does. Have but here's mm-hmm. a little... We talk a lot about... So first I saw Miramax on the screen. Ah! Oh, we should, so... Then I saw Dustin Hoffman. Actually, ah! actually, ah! actually... And then I saw actually, Johnny Depp. Actually, Depp. real quick, so we, we... Maybe we should make this an ongoing segment as well oh. and call it... Harvey All right, Weinstein. so these are the people that... So, yes, Dustin Hoffman is in Finding Neverland. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein produced both Finding Neverland and The Aviator. Uh, and also, Johnny Depp has had I, has had his run-ins. With yeah. Something yeah, so, he's so... With some eyeliner. Like triple yeah. he should have. He's had some run-ins with some eyeliner, am I right? <laughs> he wears eyeliner a lot now. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, <laughs> it, taking that... The Miramax, I was like, Dustin Hoffman, and then Johnny Depp, I'm like, uh-oh, he's kind of... Uh, but then I was like, but he's stunning. But he's stunning. And, and my also, girl Kate's in it. Kate Winslet. Yeah, I mean, I am sorry. I love her. I love everything about everything her. about her. And the British children. Oh, oh my, my god! The good doctor himself, Freddie Highmore. The good doctors in this. Yeah. I decided I love British people. Oh my gosh! 
We were born in the wrong, in the on the wrong, wrong side of the pond, yes, my friends. of friend. course. And, like, everything is just civilized. And also, so I nice. love this movie. Like, I think you guys had talked about prior on a podcast. Big fan, big fan over here. Um, <laughs> since it's a period piece, like, it doesn't, it ages better. Yes. Yes. it doesn't look dated. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's some stuff where, like, the Indians and the Cowboys scene. Or, uh, like, do you you think know, Johnny, but that's from Peter think, Pan. Hey, do you know, think um, when Johnny Depp... Um, Played an Indian in this movie. It's what made him want to play Tonto. Oh my god! Ranger. See, it, playing an Indian in this movie, I have no problem with. This is yeah. A, this is but you based think, on like, Peter Pan. Do you think he got like really into it and was like, I want to play a Native American? Yeah, again. that I don't. Which one can I play? That's... And like he started like trying to like, like like do like a Geronimo Cradle to Grave like, and they were like, no 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 no. He's like, what about Tonto then? They were and like, they were like, yeah, All right, whatever. got it. Here's a billion dollars. Yes. Well, no, then they weren't like, yeah, whatever. They were like, yes, yeah. done. Everything's great. But point being, I started out going, this was on the list. Then I was like, uh-oh, Miramax. Uh-oh. And then I was like, what's happening? And then this British child playing Peter was amazing. And then and then it was just, and Kate Winslet. And then the only <sighs> thing I didn't love was the, the bitchy, I don't love that the wife was like a bitchy wife, but that's okay. The I know. Johnny, you know, Depp. I always wonder about the I real was. person. Like, yes. was, do you think she was, maybe she just wanted she did, her fucking I know, husband I, she to did, come she home. She did actually have an affair. I mean, I'm not saying that maybe yeah. he didn't drive her away, but like, that is historically accurate. Well, but I loved the themes. I loved... We have to check something on the computer? Yeah, go ahead and check that. You love the themes? No, I loved the themes. I loved the look. I loved the play. I loved the imagination. And I love a calligraphy pen. Oh, everybody loves a calligraphy and pen. And I was like, why don't I have one of those? Because he was always writing. Anyways, and, and I just, I have to say, and then I was bawling my eyes out. Yeah. You can say fuck. You were bawling your fucking eyes out. I know. I texted you. And then I was like, don't give it away. You're not supposed to tell her what you think. But I was like, oh my God, this movie. From the moment the orphans start filing into the theater oh. through the oh end of the my movie, God. I basically was crying. Oh my God. I can't. Well, when when they show her the, when, they, when Kate Winslet's dying, spoiler alert, and the, she comes down to the living room and... The they and it's Peter Pan and the Peter Pan and then it's like and then Kelly McDonald. Kelly McDonald. God, I love Kelly McDonald. Yeah. I love that bitch. Whenever she pops up, and then it's like whatever they go into the fairyland, and she's like, "That's Neverland." Then I was like, "A oh, real." Wreck. I like lost my shit. I also just like appreciate a little whimsy, and also with the yeah. bummer down of like, the rest of these movies, guys. I know I like, you were like, "Thank Yay. God." Well, like a fantasy death scene is that we. I joke with uh, one of my best friends, Rusty, uh, does not cry. Um, there's only two things that makes him make will make him cry. Is one fan- Finding Neverland? Fantasy death scenes. Mm. So like Finding Neverland, yeah. Big Fish. Oh, Big mm. Fish, Big Fish, man! I lose it at Big um, Fish. And then like if something like happens to an animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Oh my gosh. Those are the things that gets him. But like this movie, like so I I flew I had to go to uh, Chile. Um, oh, so I was yeah. like, okay. well, I have to watch Rag. all these. I, I was like, I'll watch all, all these movies on the plane. And I was like, I can't watch I Finding Neverland. I had to film Neverland. in Chile. I can't, I can't watch Finding Neverland on the plane. I will watch that by myself mm-hmm. in a hotel room. The I really didn't I remember, remember any of it. And I, I mean, it, it came back to me as I was watching it. But prior to watching it, I had no idea like what I was going to feel throughout. Right. Am I terrible because I don't enjoy playing with children? That was a takeaway from this movie that I had. <laughs> Watching you play with the kids, I was like, ugh, that looks exhausting. 
I don't think sure. it's terrible. I think it's probably for the best, honestly. Yeah, I try. I try to stay away from uh, kiddos. My but Johnny like, Depp looked hot. It's like I wish I had a country home. I wish I had. A, I wish I had a Johnny Depp. Yeah, I have not been attracted to him in years, and I was like, I am in for it. Oh, for sure, he was. Excellent mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. and great performance. Mm-hmm. Kate Winslet, though. I mean, I'm just as attracted to her. She doesn't pick bad movies, man. No. Like, there's very mm-hmm. few. If, it's Kate only been recently. Winslet, speaking of. There is another movie. We do she have to. In. I love Kate Winslet. I think this she's an year. amazing actress. But we do have to reconcile with the fact that she has an Oscar because of Harvey Weinstein. I know. And she also worked the with Woody Allen movie. this year. And she worked with Roman Polanski like Wait, she had four an Oscar years ago. Because of Harvey Weinstein. Well, no. The Reader is what she won her Oscar for, which is it. one of her worst performances. I would argue. Yeah, but that's, that's, that happens that, all the that time. People win Oscars the Oscar all the time for stuff Weinstein. that they're not. Listen, I'm not. I, listen, I'm not putting her. I'm not saying. I'm just all saying the that. Time. Like, I'm just saying that her doing like a Roman Polanski Ugh. and Woody Allen movie in the last five years, yeah. like. You're almost too woke. I won't take that. I won't take it against Kate Winslet. I won't take it. Yeah. I won't hear I, it. Have you, seen, have you seen the picture of her talking yes. about Woody Allen? Yes, and, and the rest of the women. And the rest of the women, Margot Robbie and Saoirse Ronan and Annette Benning and particularly and Jessica, Jessica Chastain. Chastain. And they're like, Just no. being horrified I had a her. dream that I met Saoirse Ronan on a train. What do you think that means? I feel like I, I think it means it was probably a delightful dream. Yeah. I think she would be fun to I, we'd all get a train along. with. She could join our friend group, no problem. No. Oh, she could join our friend group? Also, Jessica Chastain. She seems delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean a lot of a lot of those wonderful women. I know that's not what this podcast is about, but just putting it out there. Wonderful I women miss, I'd like to hang out with. Well, I'd like to hang out with. I just the miss Rachel Johnny Lewis Depp. Podcast. <laughs> that would be oh God. Actually, really entertaining. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, like, this is, it just reminds me of, like, again, for me, I always prefer underplayed performances and Mm -hmm. understated performances. And, and again, just keep going back to Johnny Depp and how, like, he did this fucking pirate thing one time and everybody loved it. And then he was like, oh, people love it when I'm fucking. It's the Pacino effect. Yeah, that, exactly. Pacino. They, the, these movies have ruined them for their later careers, and now all of a sudden he just doesn't want like just be a normal person, yeah, just play like, a normal person. He's rich, whatever. I don't Maybe know. Is he, he in like, trouble? But does he, he have but to that's sell the shit? thing. That's the thing. If you're so rich, then what does it matter anymore? Yeah, yeah. I don't stop know. Do doing Pirates Five. Pirates Five. Speaking yeah. of bad acting, the only bad actor in this movie was Dustin Hoffman, and his accent was horrible. It oh was my god, Johnny Depp's ch- accent, particularly compared to Johnny Depp's, which was on. He point. seemed like a really weird choice. It yeah. seemed like like watching. Very, I was like, it was Jim Broadbent wasn't available to mm. like come in and do four scenes. Yeah, like, he like didn't seem of the time. Yeah. I was like, what's Dustin Hoffman doing in this beautiful British movie? Yeah, he plays very contemporary. Yeah. But it was great. Yeah. I, I loved this movie. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. It. It's worth a rewatch, too. Sure. Especially if you're just in one of those moods where you're like, if you just need I just to cry. cry. Yeah. And that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? Megan and I and Rachel are here to tell you that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You know what? I bawled. 2017 good. was a hard year. It yeah. really was. Put on Finding Neverland and Girl, give yourself a good cry. Give yourself yeah. a good cry. I loved it. So um, let's move on to, to the to the, the winner of the 2004 Best Picture Oscar, Million Ugh. Dollar Baby. Million Dollar. Blech. 
Really? Or like I, $2 shit store. You are shitting me. I loved it. What? I loved it. I thought, first of what? all, from the moment Morgan Freeman starts narrating, oh my I God. literally am like, movies narrated by Morgan Freeman are better. I cried at this. Two times. This is fascinating. I cried two times. I admit I'm also and you talk about surprised color how palette. much she liked this movie. <laughs> what did you say? I'm just surprised how much you liked this I, movie. I loved it. The color palette of this movie, by the way, speaking about that, is all greens. Oh. It's everything so green. It Listen, I know that it took place in the year that it came out or whatever, but it feels timeless in uh, a sense. Maybe I because can see that, yeah. you, you understand, there's no like... Other than the boxing stuff, there's no, like, TV, there's no cell phones, there's whatever. For And it takes place really just in, like, the gym and then in the boxing ring or whatever. Okay. I... Love this movie. There's a line in this movie where I was like, "Oh, and I'm and I'm sold." Where they go, where Morgan Freeman goes, "This is the no." I'm I'm I can't believe I'm gonna let you finish talking. Then I have a lot to say. The 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 Morgan Freeman goes. She grew up new in one thing. She was trash. And I was like, "What a line to myself! What a line! What a line! What a fucking line!" And the chemistry between Hillary Swank and. Clint Eastwood is so palpable. They are what? so beautiful together. I didn't think at times it like it. almost veered. Like I know the whole setup with the like he doesn't talk to his daughter no right. more. Like it's supposed to be like uh, this is his daughter. I thought, figure. I thought Fine sometimes it. it was a little it romantic was... almost. No, nope, didn't okay. feel that way. No, you, you're gross. Here's what I can I, I want to comment on Leonardo DiCaprio's lying eyes, but you'll oh, no. Are you done fawning? Because I got a lot to say. Wait, can I just say one other line that I really loved? Oh, yes. God. When she they're in the emergency room, and Morgan Freeman, she he's reading, and he's, she's like, "What are you reading?" And whatever, he's reading Yates, and she goes, "Why don't you talk a little Yates to her? Sure, what a treat that is." And I was like, "That is a really fun. That's a funnier line than anything that happened in Sideways." Sorry. Loved it, loved it, loved that. Okay. Rachel, counterpoint. Also, Margot Martindale's in it, guys. Wait, character yeah, actors, Margot Martindale. Was, she was great. Sorry. Um, Clint Eastwood looked very old, and that was 14 years ago. <laughs> we talk about women's looks, so I'm just going to talk about it. I was like, he looks so old. That was 14 years ago. Yeah, he's old. He's very old. He's old. Also, he seemed like a caricature of himself. Dude, that is how I felt This about is what him. I wrote down, and, and then I'll let you get back to it, but it kind of... Is Clint Eastwood our worst actor that has multiple... Best Actor nominations yeah. at the Academy Awards because I think he is. Well, I yes, and I have to say I do this thing with friends where every year I watch. You're not in this friend group; it's a different group. Wait, what? <laughs> where I watch screeners every year. I'm not in this no, friend group. It's just a different group. It's not. Don't wave group. your hand at me. It's a different group. Put it down. It's more Larry's friends. It's fine. But um, we <coughs> do this, we do these screenings every year. We, we we watch the screeners, and it's a group of us, and we do this thing. You're allowed to call balls. Within the first, I think, 20, 20 minutes of a movie. If you turn on a movie and you're like about to watch it and it's like not, because you have so many screeners, so it's like, why waste your time with shit? So, like, we basically. So, the word you rule, decided like, on was balls. If someone yells balls within the first 20 minutes, you don't have to watch it. Mm-hmm. You turn it off. Mm-hmm. But if, if it passes the 20 minute mark, then you have to continue. Uh, we called balls on Grand Torino real quick. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, that movie is, that's up there with Bright in terms of yeah. the acting in that so, movie. And, like, that's how I, I was like, Clint Eastwood is supposed to be a good actor? I don't know. Um, love me some Morgan Freeman. And I love Michael Pena. He's in everything. No, also, Jay Barenthal. Mackie. Oh, Jay Barenthal? My, that guy, Mike Coulter, Barishel. I looked up his name from The Good Barishel? Wife. Right. It's John Barenthal. 
Correct. and Jay Baruchel. And they could not be more different I know, actors. I know. I'm so sorry. I, apologies to I'm Jay a, I'm Baruchel. I'm in a different discussion right sorry. now. Sorry, continue. No, the guy from Luke Cage, and he was in Girls Trip, is the beautiful black man. He was in this. He was like the young boy. I was like, I like him. Um, You're I, in the same discussion. You just... It, You're just talking about a different actor... <laughs> We talked about like the other three boxers and okay. brought up. Yeah, yeah, you're just. Anyways, oh, God, um, that guy is hot. That that Luke Cage guy is hot. I also like I. I'm confused whose story it is. Like I didn't remember it being Clint Eastwood and Morgan Freeman's story. I thought it was supposed to be Hillary Swank's story, and also seemed very dated and sexist. Like it was just like uh, like there was nothing about. I did like the French. I liked the relationship of the friendship between Clint Eastwood and Morgan Freeman, but I felt like her character was so like a cardboard cover. I was like, it's a girl boxer, and she's gonna be a girl. I was like, there's nothing. I don't like. I'm way more interested in their characters than I am in her, and and it's. It's not because of her. I thought she was very poorly written. Um, also, I felt like it had Paul one of those. Haggis. Maggie does things on her own terms, guys. Oh, God. Maggie, that's just the way Maggie is. Also, you know that. Um, Makushla. 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 That improv game, your Oscar winning moment. I don't know if you ever. Basically, you're like in an improv scene. Is it like zip, zap, zop? It's zip, zap, a zap, lot zap? like zip, zap, zop, guys. But basically, you're in an improv <laughs> scene, and then they're like. You're so proud of that one. You looked at me like. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good. Okay, good job. So if the three of us were in an improv scene, then, like, the person running the game would be like, Craig. Now Craig's character steps forward and delivers his Oscar-winning moment speech. Ugh, it's like this that sounds moment. like a it, true nightmare. I don't, yes. I've never played this and before. And I think that I see these scenes all the times in these freaking Oscar movies where it's like, this is the scene right now that's going to win me an Oscar. And I felt like her speech and her moment for that came out of nowhere. I don't really know anything about her. I don't like how she's written. She's clearly written by a man. I thought this was a slow... Her jumping rope is incredible. I'll give her that. Incredible. I also wrote, I need she to get in shape. She that speed bag. I, she owns that that's speed That's when bag. I wrote down, I need to get in shape, was watching her. <laughs> I go, that's a note here. Working on it. Her family made no sense. Working on it. Her oh, family God. made everything, made so much sense to me. Like, seeing her, see, when they bought, when she bought them that house, and she was like, the government's going to take, I wish you'd ask, the government's going to take my welfare. It was such a heartbreaking moment, and so... So real to me, and I was like, real. "It was like, oh, this is we're just gonna put." And I, this is your quoting lines. Here's a line I wrote down: "I want you to hit her right in the tits until they blue turn blue and fall off." Really? This Fine. Is a, this She's a, co- a boxer. This is a coaching style right she, now. Hit she, her in the tits till they're blue and they fall. and they fall off. Who's writing this shit? Well, I will tell you, I don't Paul think that happens Haggis. to tits. I do not think that 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 happens to tits. <laughs> But I, I, I don't know. I've never been and in the ring. I did not. Boxing remember, does seem terrible. Spoiler alert! I did not remember getting her paralyzed. And then you I, didn't. That part is. That's what I, the whole movie is. I didn't is. remember that. And then I just wrote down, "Holy shit!" That bitch. This ending is excruciating. Good God! When will it end? This is depressing. All caps. I Rachel, hate this movie. She bit her. Rachel out. Rachel out. <laughs> she bit her tongue just, oh, to try to kill her herself. Mic. And she has left She's the left. podcast. She's studio, gone. So she's gone. You know what? And fucking good riddance. Yeah. Ugh. This movie. I thought you Wait, were done. She just came back in. Wait, she I thought you were done. She just punched Megan in the tits, and Megan's <laughs> are, tits are oh turning god. blue. Yeah. Oh god! I gotta get some glue. Put them back. I got. Listen, I gotta keep you what gotta I got. Keep those, I gotta be real. It's not a lot. Um, the crazy thing to me about the paralyze is like that it happens like with forty minutes left in the movie. I know. Like in my head, it happened with like. 
15 minutes left. Yeah. Like the last 40 it minutes. It is too long. Ugh. Yeah. Well, cause when she, cause then all, cause then it's like, oh, she's paralyzed. And then it's like, then they got to take her leg off. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Didn't remember that. Like so in my head, I remember, I remembered her, boss. I remembered her getting like knocked down illegally, breaking her neck on the yeah. stool in my head. Then he like basically like one flew over the cuckoo's nest, puts a pillow over her face and she's and dead. She's and that's dead. the end of the movie. Like that's what I remembered. With the but way he does it, the way he says, you're going to, I'm going to give this and you're going to go to sleep and then you're going to yeah. stay asleep. And then he tells her what Mokushla means and kisses her. And then I was like, that is break my heart. I don't even think I watched that part. Oh my God. It was it's on a in beautiful the moment and I'm dishes. sorry for you. I'm sorry for you. I was I hope done. those dishes were worth it. I, my house is cleaner. <laughs> This house is clean. This house is clean. No, she says it higher. This house is clean. Well, she's a woman, so (laughs) it would probably be a little (laughs) higher than my voice. Um, Not necessarily. Um, I thought it was fine. I mean, I thought it was... uh, I'm, like, right in the middle between the two of you, I think. Um, It was probably right around where I remembered it being. Maybe a little bit better. Like, it, like... I probably is how I felt about it when I first saw it. And then like over the years I've thought to myself, oh, maybe that movie wasn't as, wasn't that good. And then I watched it. I was like, no, it's too long. It's like, it's 20 minutes too long. Um, As is every movie. Is is not a great actor. Uh, But she, she does a good job. Morgan Freeman's fantastic in it. All the smaller parts are great. It's not her story. No, no, I would agree with you. It's not her and story. And I was like, how is this movie not I think her this story? was like sort of a weak year for Best Actress. I know like it was, she like beat Annette Bening again, but Annette Bening was nominated for like Being Julia, which I never even saw. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't, like that was the big narrative though, is that Hilary Swank takes Annette Bening's Oscar for the second time in a row. Um, yeah, it was, it was all right. I loved it. My big takeaway kind of from this whole Oscar slate of the, these five movies is not even that like, oh, I hate all these movies or none of these movies are good, but none of these movies are great. No. Like, um, No, they are not. Yeah. Except for Finding Neverland. <laughs> um, so let, let's do that. Um, of the five nominated movies, if you were by yourself the Academy, um, which, which one would you pick? Finding Rachel Neverland. Rachel would pick Finding Neverland. I think I would pick Million Dollar Baby. Oh, God. I'm sorry to say. I really, I really enjoyed it. I don't know you. Um, <laughs> Are we in a fight? I think so. This Shit. is going to be, this I feel like is also going to be surprising based on the conversation around it. If it's Ray, it. I'm leaving. No, but I think it's The Aviator for me. Oh, I'm not mad at that. But it's mm, not, fine. but I didn't, it's not like I loved The Aviator. I think it's just, Finding Neverland I, is the movie I would watch Again, yeah. Like out of all of these, it just felt a little. Even in rewatching, it felt a little slight mm. to me to like probably win Best Picture. Yeah, it's, right. It's not grand enough. Yeah, because I have a different pick for Best Picture. So let's get into this. So now we each can talk about a movie, and Rachel, you can go first. Can I talk about two? Sure, sure. God, <laughs> we wouldn't be doing this for anybody but Rachel. Okay, yeah. here it is. Hotel Rwanda. Okay, great. This movie should have won Best Picture. This is an amazing story, first of all. It is an incredible movie. Still, themes are relevant today. Don Cheadle, incredible. Mm Should have won for Best Actor. I agree. He was nominated, and the woman who played his wife, Sophie Okonedo? Yes. Incredible. Should have won an award. The characters were so real. They were amazing. I cried like crazy. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Nick Scary Nolte was too. in this. Nick Nolte was in this. Mm-hmm. He was great. This should have won 
It was nominated for Best Screenplay, and the two actors that I mentioned were nominated. But holy shit, this movie should have won. My second choice... Okay, so um, let's actually talk about Hotel Rwanda for just a second before we move on to your other movie. Great. Because um, this is one of the movies that I was... That Basically, this was probably the movie I was going to talk about. There's another one in contention that I'll mention when we get to my part. Now, I also have another one in contention. All right, in a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Where do I fit in in all of this? <laughs> well, you're going to talk about a movie, too. Okay. Yeah. It'll Go. all be fun. Um, I didn't really write down anything about Hotel Rwanda. Um, but I think it's, I also think it's a great movie. I also think Don Cheadle should have won Best Actor. Um, the one thing I thought when watching the movie, although I think it is superior to any of the nominated movies, was that I wondered how much like I thought it was a really truly great movie and how much I thought it was just such an important story to be told. Mm. Um, I agree with that, but I was mesmerized. Sure. By all of it. Don Cheadle's so, he's just so good in, he's so good in it. And that's one of the, this is one of those movies where I remember the theater that I saw it in. And I remember like where I sat and I remember being so emotional. I do not remember who I saw it with. And I'm pretty sure I did not go by myself. Uh, but man, that was, I, that is a real, that packs a punch. I mean, it is powerful. funny. It's really powerful. And it's weird because that it wasn't nominated for best picture because it's crazy. like they love stuff that like, like million dollar baby. I'm sorry for me. Packed a punch. This is like, uh, this is the punch that paralyzed Hillary Swank. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like a lot of these, this is how I feel in general about these Oscar seasons and movies is and especially now being in the business and getting screeners and it's a campaign. It's a campaign. Right. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. I do think if this movie came out now, it would definitely get nominated. Like the, I don't, I don't know. It just, it seems like a lot of the times these are campaigns and it's all bullshit. I don't want to be like, I mean, let's, let's put it on the table. This is part of what it was is either this was going to get nominated or Ray was going to get nominated and they both probably weren't going to get nominated because they weren't going to nominate two black stories in one year. Which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. And for whatever yeah. reason, probably because it was a flashier performance, Jamie Foxx's movie got nominated but and Don Hotel Cheadle Rwanda didn't. was yeah. a subtle, beautiful performance. Exactly. Oh, yes. And yeah. a better performance. And not yes. an Don Cheadle is playing chess mm-hmm. and Jamie Foxx is playing checkers. <laughs> However, people, everyone knows how to play checkers. Yeah. Yeah, and I would. It's it just does. this. This movie is still topical and interesting. Yep. The themes. Yeah. And that scene when they're talking about this, the um, like the difference between the who who sorry who two who and the Tootsies yeah yes. Tootsies, and they're talking about like the noses. He's like, oh yeah, you can tell because my nose goes like this, and the other nose like goes like this. Like that's the difference. Like that's how we explained it to the per- like in the hotel, and I was like, that is. So that seems so crazy. So and crazy. So, but so real. And the movie's so sobering, just being, just everyone being like, oh no, you're on your own because we don't care. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that, it was heart wrenching, but it ends still on an uplifting note with a, I think Don Cheadle's last line is, there's always room in regards to like helping people and getting people out. And I was just like, uh, so I, what I loved about it was it's heart wrenching, but then it still has that uplifting message mm-hmm. as opposed sure. to Million Dollar Baby that just was like a slow drizzle to the end. Of okay, death. all right. But anyways, that's uh, my favorite favorite movie of the year. I agree. Very well, topical. Jump ahead, Rachel. But let's talk about your other your runner up movie, which I think is Megan's first. So movie. I guess I'll talk about this movie. Okay, Thanks very much, ahead. and you can weigh in. Sure. I just did it this afternoon. I rewatched 
one of my favorite movies. Like, if somebody had asked me, I was like, oh, this is one of my favorite movies. And then I rewatched it for the first time in years. And that is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Sure. Mm-hmm. That movie is so fucking good. And before I put it in, I had this moment where I was like, maybe actually this isn't going to be. Because I, I liked Millionaire Maybe, and I was like, maybe this. there's other movies. Actually, I wanted to rewatch Shaun of the Dead. That's a movie that yeah, I love that I can yeah. rewatch a bunch. Um, and I was like, maybe this is like, maybe not as good as I remember it. Oh, it's better. It is so much better than I even expected it to be. Again, I cried at this movie a lot. The thing that really struck me about it is, for me, is we talked about earlier about how when you watch stuff and you're uh, like, w- like you watch Lady Bird and you're like, oh, like that was so close to my, I don't know what the fuck you're saying about Lady Bird. Oh, it's close to my experience. Well, yeah, because she, you know, she's it. like a year older than yeah, we are. whatever. Yeah. But for this movie, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, this is a great movie. But I had never been in love. I had never been in a serious relationship. I had never had any of that. It's very interesting now that my husband has joined the room, is sitting in the corner. But it is, but watching it now, watching that movie now, having been in a relationship and, and been in love and knowing that feeling is, makes it so much better and so much more emotionally impactful. I fucking cried. I thought it was so beautiful. I love how the the characters like intertwined. Like the the when the the reveal that Kirsten Dunst had had her memory wiped too was so beautiful for me. I this movie really blew me away. I, I mean, count on a Frenchman to make a good motherfucking movie. Michel Gondry. It's Michel Gondry. I well, yeah. I knew so you were, inventive, so incredible. I knew you were gonna pick this, and I also it's like one of those movies that like hit people mention as one of their favorite movies. And I remembered seeing it and liking it, so I was like, oh, you're saying I'm hip. You're not. No, 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 no. But I we're do talking. feel like like if people were put it on their list, a lot of like sure. hip cool people. So so then I was. A little like, okay, we'll see, because I'm always like a little, you know, hesitant about something like that. But I will say, I, and I remembered liking it when it first came out. It did have a completely different meaning for me now that I've been in a long-term serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm happily married. However, like... Uh-oh, bummer ha- for things- all you sorry guys. <laughs> She's taken. Uh, things that you don't wouldn't have experienced at the time that we originally watched it. But yeah. um, sort of a different take, a very interesting and unique take on a love story. And um, it did win for Best Original Screenplay. Charlie which Kaufman. I, which I also find fascinating this year that that won, but it wasn't up for Best Picture, that yeah. it would win Best right. Original Screenplay. Um, amazing concept, incredible, so unique. My only critique, as much as I love Kate Winslet, I didn't love her character. I thought it was a little bit not real in how a guy would write her, that it's like this, like, oh, she's so, like... Manic pixie dream Yes, girl. exactly. And 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 quite unlikable. And there were a couple turns in the story that I saw coming, but then the very ending, I didn't. So I just, overall, I would give it a very interesting take on a, on a love story, and I liked it better today than I liked it then. That is really tough hearing it. that you find Kate Winslet unlikable because I saw a lot of myself in her. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of her jumping off and going and and going off, off you know, like picking on the littlest things that Jim Carrey yes, said, but she also and had also like- drinking, and also I was just like. And being impulsive and all of this stuff, I was like, "Oh dear, yeah." But you oh, have dear, like I'm a nightmare. A solid 
Like you're you're way more solid than she is. Like well, I'm cleaner hair for sure. And also being like oh and like this and like it's just it's it's sort of like a trope in my opinion. That was my only critique of it. But everything else, I I mean the well, soundtrack for yes. this movie, the the little plucking of the piano playing, and all the music that they picked for this movie too. I was like that for me. I don't think this movie would be at my at at the level it's at. That's so amazing if the soundtrack was not, if they didn't have something so, it's so, I don't know. Right. Beautiful. So I also, I also rewatched it. I mean, I, I don't think, I hadn't seen it since I saw it in theaters and I remember trying to go see it multiple times and it being sold out, like trying to go to like the theater in Union Square. And mm-hmm. I think it was the third time where uh, I finally saw it. Um, and yeah, in my, in my mind, it was very similar that it was like, Oh, this is one of my favorite movies. And then I rewatched it, and I think the direction and, like, the production design and stuff is impeccable. It's incredible, like, just watching, like, just the littlest things, like, disappear when his mm-hmm. memories start to disappear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the thing that – the one thing that I – in rewatching it, would it was interesting listening to you, is the emotional resonance wasn't there for me in the main relationship. Um that I think I remembered, like the Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet stuff. Were you, were you, were you really shipping Tom Wilkinson? And well, the thing is, like, I was way more affected by Kirsten Dunst that moment with yeah, her finding great. out, and I remembered that happened. But that whole moment and like Mark Ruffalo's feelings towards her, yeah. Then I think I was with anything between Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet, which well, was just interesting to me. Yeah, I, that is interesting. No, um, those also like they, I was going to say the side, uh, the side actors. It's an amazing supporting. They're cast. amazing. Yeah, Ruffalo. I, I do think Ruffalo is a better actor, probably than Jim, than Jim Carrey. Carrey. Even though I thought Jim Carrey 4,000 percent great. I like this is probably job. Jim Carrey, if not his best, one of his like top three performances. But yeah, Mark Ruffalo is definitely a better. What's well, funny because Maddie said felt yeah. for him, and also I think it, it was also, in my opinion, it was her character because it's not like a real person to me. Sure, it's the idea of what a guy would think a girl would be like. I don't know. I feel like I know that girl. I I think that's cr- maybe that's crazy, but I feel like I know that girl, and and I think a lot of her like quirks and stuff are like put on, and I think that you see that through the cracks in Winslet's acting. You see her sort of falter and realize like, and 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 be like, oh yeah, this hair is just a way of like I'm trying to figure out who I am, and I and I'm scared, and I don't want to work in a bookstore for whatever it is. Like yeah. I feel like I knew that girl when I lived in New York. Less so here, but if it it's more of like an idea of it. But I, I that felt very that felt very real to me. Mm-hmm. Like she just steals for me. She steals it every every scene. I'm I cannot look away from her. It's funny that that Jim Carrey is the leading man in this because like Maddie walked in on me watching it and he was like, I forget that it's him. Right. You forget that it's him in this movie. You forget it's him until he's like playing like Baby Joel. Yes. And then you're like. Oh, is that yeah. the whole reason they cast Jim Carrey? Because yeah. I actually think that's like his worst scene. Yeah. But like, but like, it is like one of those things. Like when he was writing this, he was like, "Oh, maybe Jim Carrey because I have to have someone play a baby version of themselves." And who else am I gonna get? Yeah, I mean, in two thousand four, he was, he was very, like when, again. It just goes to say, like, this is the same thing I felt with Johnny Depp. Like, just play a fucking human being. Yeah. Just right. be like a normal human being, and that felt to me while his acting was like not obviously not as good as as the rest of the people surrounding him like he felt like a real person 
Right. He felt like like it felt for real to yeah. me. Yeah, he felt like a depressive, like, man. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I love, I, I have to say I love Charlie Kaufman. As, oh, he's amazing. He's so amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, in comparison to, we've had discussions about other people and filmmakers, and right. I think he is le- legit, interesting, unique. There's no other movie I like I can't this. think of him without thinking of Nicolas Cage. Like, whenever I oh, yeah. picture yeah. him, now I picture Nicolas Cage. Yeah. But. Yeah, there's no other movie like this. Yeah, so I I will say that would be my runner-up to Hotel Rwanda. Crazy that those neither of them were nominated. Um, I think it's not super crazy, like just looking at Oscars that Eternal Sunshine is like people's favorite movie from that year, but it wasn't nominated. Like Hotel Rwanda feels like a stranger movie looking back that it didn't get it nominated, didn't get just yeah. because like Eternal Sunshine is like now when there's you know seven to ten movies nominated every year, it would be the seventh or eighth movie that it's not going to win. Yeah. But like people are like, oh, that's awesome. Eternal Sunshine's nominated for Best Picture, yeah. um, which is part of the reason they expanded the categories. Yeah, and it's also crazy. Like Kate Winslet was in Fighting Neverland as this beautiful character, mm-hmm. and she's in this movie. Um, and also I did another like little dive into some other – like Jamie Foxx was also nominated that year for Collateral. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Which is – Guys, can we cool it on Jamie Foxx? That's dumb. And also, Closer was that year. Yep. Oh, I like that Natalie Portman and Clive Owen. I like that play. That movie doesn't... uh, I rewatched that movie a couple years ago, and it did... Because I remember, like, loving that movie when I saw it. Do you remember reading that play? I don't think that movie super holds up, either. Do you remember reading that play? Mm -hmm. Did you have to read that play? Yeah, I mean, all the... all It's super well acted. Like, all four of them are really good in it. The movie, I was just like, oh, this isn't as good as I remember. I just... I was, like, sort of listing if... I, I wrote down a bunch of other movies yeah. that came out just so I was like, well, what am I going to rewatch? I didn't rewatch closer, but I was like, oh, people talk about that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, re- I rewatched, so I rewatched Eternal Sunshine and Hotel Rwanda. I had rewatched closer a couple years ago, but I also rewatched Kinsey. Oh. I rewatched Door in the Floor. The movie I'm going to talk about um, is sort of a surprise to me because I wasn't going to rewatch this. And then I was like, oh, I actually watched this for the first time a couple years ago and surprisingly liked it a lot. Um, and that's Dogville. Oh my god, that movie! I can't talk about that movie. Wait, I what need movie to is leave. That? It's a Lars von Trier movie. Fucked up. It's like it's like Our Town, but like the most fucked up version of Our Town I, like, in the entire legit world. Cannot talk about this movie. It is What's very wrong? upsetting. What's happening? It's, I don't like um, rape. And yeah, there's very, like, it's most pretty. Like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that sort of. Me. I don't like. It's rape. sort of just this interesting look at like Lars von Trier's version of America, which is. Unfortunately, like probably kind of a realistic take of America, but like um, the it's way too long. It's like three hours long. But um, the last when it kind of takes a turn, in particular, the very end of the movie, I think, is incredible. Incredible. Because you have like this actress that that Nicole Kidman is amazing in this movie, and Paul Bettany, yeah, and Paul Bettany, and it's Mm -hmm. actually a great cast: Patricia Clarkson, um, Jeremy Davies. Um, Stellan Skarsgård. Okay. Um, you like a film buff. So, um, basically it's just, it's about, since you've never seen it, Rachel, this, uh, woman like who comes to this very small town, this town of like 20 people. Um, she needs help. She's, she's hiding from these people, these gangsters. Um, and basically like Paul Bettany like convinces the town to take her in and, the way that they'll help hide her is she'll help them every day. So she's going around and helping like for an hour a day. Um, and like everything seems to be going well. Like she's getting along with the townspeople and then like the police come and put up a wanted poster for her. Um, so then they kind of want like more from her because of this, because now they think they're protecting a fugitive as opposed to someone that was, which 
Um, but it just kind of like keeps getting worse and worse in the way that. Um, God damn it. Damn that, that fucking that? stupid timer. The way the town sort of treats her gets just horrific. Um, and at the end, basically, like, um, spoiler alert, the gangster comes back and it's like, turns out to be her father, who's played by James Caan. Mm-hmm. And she's been like just terribly mistreated, literally raped by oh, like by multiple men in this town. Yeah, um, uh, it is not good. And like chained to her bed, chained. like chained to well, chained to like this oh. weight that she has to like drag around with her everywhere oh she goes. Oh gosh! Um, so she gets in the car at and the end, and they keep being like, "Well, that makes sense, right?" Yeah, like, this is what like, we have to do. And she gets in the car at the end, and he's basically like, oh. "Well, what do you want to do?" And she's like. <laughs> She has. She's like, shoot them all and burn the town, and that's what they do. Yeah. And and like Patricia Clarkson plays like this mother who's been like particularly horrible to her because Stellan Skarsgård's her her husband. He's the first one that rapes her, and she basically blames Nicole Kidman for it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And she like she has she has James Caan, like the last thing she says before they kill everyone. She's like, there are children. Kill them in front of the mother before you kill her. Like, and it's this horrific stuff, but at the same time, you're like, fair. They were pretty bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is. That um, movie, guys. I saw that movie, I, well, whenever this came out, whenever it came out, yeah. I remember being like, I, this has, this, I haven't thought about that movie since then, because it fucked me up. This is a movie that I purchased at a Hollywood video in 2004, Why 2005. Why this? What's happening? And I did not, wa- I literally did not watch it. I didn't watch it until two years ago. It's a DVD that I owned for Rachel's like sweating. 12 years without watching. Um, I think it's worth a watch because, I mean, the. It's definitely trigger warning, um, but I think the way it's shot is super interesting. It's all done on a soundstage. There's no um, like sets. It's like they like will have like a like a box on the floor yeah. for like the, her house or whatever. Yeah, and I'm gonna um, tell you something right now. I'm not gonna watch. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate um, you telling no, me I about it. No, I get it. I get it. I understand. Hey, I think it's got an incredible ending, but I just I just spoiled it for you anyway, yeah, so you don't yeah. need to watch it. I'm super uncomfortable with you just telling me. Yeah, all yeah. Like, don't watch watching it. it. I think I'm yeah. like, kill it. It's not a. It's not a. In this in this America, it's not the best yeah. movie to watch, probably. Yeah. Um, so, but that, it is Trump's favorite movie. Yeah, yeah. He's a big fan. He's a big fan. Too long for him. Too long. He only he watches he watches like a. 35 minute chunk between the two hour and two and a half hour mark. Oh, the rape part. The rape part. Before, the rape wait, part. We're talking about the rape part. Yes. I have like two more things to say. Okay. Oh, Christ. Okay. And then we're, no, yeah, I know the timer went off. But also, I looked up other movies that came out this year. This uh-huh. was not your assignment, but continue. No, yeah. I know it wasn't. But I, well, because I was looking for movies to watch. Yeah. yeah. And like, to me, I was like, there's so many good movies, and none of them were nominated. Not that these are meant to be nominated, but 13 going on 30. Okay. Okay. All Garden right. State, which the okay. soundtrack right. changed my life. Well, the I'm soundtrack not, to that is also is really great. Good. Dodgeball. And Megan and I often go to this giant pit um, and, <laughs> and just, just scream, scream into, into it. it. Yeah. It just makes it's it a really better. great way to get out your I really, frustration. I like lived in because I was like angsty and stuff. Uh, Anchorman. I mean, I'm just talking about fun, co- like yeah. mean There's comedy. a lot of great never movies. Like Megan mentioned Shaw. Shaun of the Dead before Sunset Nicole, came Shaun out of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Dynamite. Also, um, The Notebook. Okay. 
So um, I was just saying, I, it was interesting you know, to me that there were so many other movies. movies. came out yes. this year. Like, movies did come out. Uh, <laughs> no, I was like, you guys, because like in the past year, I don't know if I could talk about that. Like a bunch of fun movies that I yeah. like, really like. There's well, like great fun movies. Well, yeah, a lot right. of those, those movies that you named were comedies. Yeah. And the real bummer about where yeah. that we're, we'll talk more about is like just comedies in general don't get. They, exactly. Comedy. So that Except for real laugh saying. riots like, like sideways. sideways. <laughs> yeah. So that's all I was going to say. I was surprised. I was like, yeah. oh, that's fun. Oh, I can watch that. Oh, yeah. I can watch that. Yeah. Not to bring to the podcast, but like I was, I was like a 13 going on 30, they wouldn't make anymore. That's right. just a fun. Yeah. Jennifer Garner. Like everyone's having a good time. There's a No, Jennifer Garner is busy doing Capital One commercials. So. Yeah. yeah. And th- but there was like a dance break in the middle. I'm like, yeah. they don't make movies like that anymore. They don't. And I'm, I sound old, but they don't make movies like that anymore. <laughs> that's all. Back in my day. That's all I have to say. Did you see The Greatest Showman? <laughs> um, all Did right. You well, make that? that's we sh- a fun one. We should wrap it up. So let's. Uh, the way we're going to wrap it up is we're going to say now, based on every movie we've talked about, if you could choose the best picture of 2004, Rachel, I'm going to let you say it one more time, although we already know, your choice for the Oscar would be? Hotel Rwanda. That's me opening the envelope and saying it. Oh, so good. So good. Um, I, I There's a lot of good movies, but I, I, I need to go with Eternal Sunshine and The Spotless Mind. I'm so sorry. That's, I'm you don't too have hit. to be sorry. I'm too um, it's difficult for me because I don't like I going back and rewatching like all of these. There was like something about every single one that I was like, I can see why this would not be the best picture. Um, and I am tempted just because of that ending to say Dogville, but I'm gonna also say Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless. Wow, Mind. over Hotel wow. Rwanda. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It's a good movie, guys. It's a good movie. Yeah. So it's so it's unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, Rachel, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Oh, watch Bizarre Vark on Disney. You got some kids out there, or are you just a kid at heart? Exactly. Watch Bizarre Vark on Disney. On yeah, Bizarre Vark on Disney. It's a fun show, and everybody likes it. When does the new season start? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you probably can watch old episodes you can watch a lot. on demand. The season two is not even finished airing, and there there's reruns on all the time. Mm-hmm. Bizarre Vark on Disney. Do it. Um, Megan, do you have anything you want to talk about? Plug? Uh, I just want to plug at this point, uh, I'm ready to plug Paddington 2 because Perfect. it is. Oh, we need to do that. Well, actually, let's not, let's not, it'll probably still be on our next episode, but I haven't seen any movies that have been released in calendar year 2018. Okay. So Rachel, do you have a favorite movie of 2017? Lady Bird. That's mine as well as your still Florida project. I, mine is still the Florida project. Cool. Uh, but, uh, but honestly, 2018. Could it's be Paddington, Paddington 2. Could I cannot imagine it. I gotta yeah. see. I have to get on Paddington 1. God, I literally, gotta, literally cannot imagine anything. We have to get to the theater. Beat it. Um, and then follow me on Twitter at Too Many Megans with an H and two N's. Oh, nice. And my Instagram is Murphy Megan. I've never done that before. It feels very it, weird. <laughs> I follow um, you. You, can you? Follow, you can follow. Oh the, yeah, you do. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at oh. the Oscar Should. Mm-hmm. Um, you can Oscar subscribe Should. to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Rate and review us. Tell your friends. We like doing this, and we'd like other people to uh, listen. Yeah. You guys are doing great. We want to get you. really. Thank you so rich. much for having me. This Thank was a you, blast. Thank I you, Rachel. I watched hours upon hours of. Bad movies, and uh, I liked a few of them. So there you thank go. you. <laughs> um, well, uh, on behalf of all of us, thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.
Bye.